Welcome to another weekend and another podcast from Kari's Conscious Living podcast channel. I hope you've had a wonderful week and life is treating you well. This week's meditation story is all about Jessie. She goes into the woods and she finds some very interesting characters that teach her some wonderful lessons about life and the world, not taking things so seriously, not taking things personally. It's a sweet meditation, a great story with some great messages. I hope you enjoy it. Namaste till next week, my little friends. Are you ready to meditate with Kari? Lay down and get very comfortable. Make sure that everything's right in your bed. The covers are just right. You're laid in your favorite position. I have a story to tell you. This story is about Jessie. Jessie was flying her kite on a Sunday morning in the park. She was so entranced in flying her kite. And it was the perfect day. The wind was just right. The sun was shining. There were lots of people happy and laughing in the park. Everything was perfect. She was flying her kite so intensely that she didn't realize that her kite was flying in the direction of the woods next to the park. She was getting closer and closer to the woods where there was quite a lot of trees all bustled together. Before she realized, she found herself in the woods, still looking up, but with a little bit more difficulty, trying to fly her kite. Jessie did this for some time, until she found herself in the middle of nowhere. She couldn't hear people laughing anymore. She could barely see the sun, the trees had got so thick. And unfortunately, she got her kite stuck on a tree. When she realized her predicament, she started to look around as if to say, wow, how did I get here? When did this happen? I didn't even notice. Jessie decided to try and find her way out of the woods, find her way back to the park somehow. It couldn't be that far. That's what she thought. Until she came across what looked like a really big stone, a really, really big stone, like almost like the side of a mountain-sized stone in the middle of the woods. And she thought, why is that giant boulder-type stone in the middle of the woods? That doesn't make any sense. She couldn't tell if she'd seen it on her way in because she didn't even notice that she was going into the woods, remember? She started to walk towards the boulder and suddenly it moved. It moved, and then this long 
giant neck turned around with a smiley happy face at the end of it and said, Are you looking for caterpillars too? Jessie just froze. It was a dinosaur. A big, giant, grey dinosaur. The dinosaur said again, Are you looking for caterpillars too? And then with that, he turned his head around and started to muzzle his nose into the earth at the base of the woods as if he was searching for caterpillars. Jesse somehow felt very safe. Even though this was a giant dinosaur, he had a really nice soft energy, like he was calm and sweet. She started to walk towards him until she got to the place where his head, which was almost as big as her entire body, by the way, was rummaging in the earth. She said to him, Do you have a name? The dinosaur just peeked his eyes up and barely lifted his chin as he was very intently looking for these caterpillars. And he said, Yes, my name's Eric. And I like caterpillars a lot. I think caterpillars are very juicy and sweet. Do you like them? Not particularly, said Jessie. But I can help you look for them. I'm trying to find my way out of the woods. Somehow I found my way into the woods flying my kite. And now I have absolutely no clue where I am. Eric the dinosaur said, well... I don't think I'll be much help there because I don't know my way out either. These woods are absolutely enormous. They just go on and on and on. But there's so many caterpillars. Okay, said Jessie. Well, I'll try and help you find caterpillars for now, but then I have to leave, okay? Okay, said Eric. Jessie figured that Eric would probably have more luck trying to find the caterpillars on the leaves of the trees rather than down on the base of the ground. But what does she know? She's not really a dinosaur that's into caterpillars like Eric is. But she tried. She looked around and to no luck really didn't find any caterpillars for Eric at all. Time was passing by and she said, I really must try and get out of here. Maybe I'll come and see you some other time. Ooh, that would be nice, said Eric. Bring caterpillars, please. Jessie said goodbye and started to walk further through the forest, through the woods, not knowing where she was going, but just kind of feeling her way through. And then she came across an elephant painting, painting in the middle of the woods. She started to walk over to the elephant. The elephant said, Don't look at my painting. Don't look. Everyone always judges my paintings. They say I'm not that good. Jessie stopped and said, Oh, don't worry. I won't 
won't look at your painting if you don't need me to, or if you wouldn't want me to. Um, I'm just trying to find my way out of the woods. Do you know how to get out of here? The elephant said, No, I've been in here for the longest time. The only person I know in here is me and Lydia. Who's Lydia? said Jessie. Lydia's my peacock friend. She's the only one that never judges my paintings. She thinks I'm an absolute fantastic artist. And from that, without even realising, as Jessie started to walk around towards the elephant, she spotted Lydia. It was completely hidden by the elephant because the elephant was so big. Lydia was sat on the other side with one of her wings on her chin as if she was checking every single stroke, watching. Jessie said, Well, pleased to meet you, Lydia. If your name's Lydia, then may I ask what the elephant's called? My name's Casey. I think I'll let you look at my painting, but please don't judge it, please. I always worry what people are going to say, and that And when I think too much, my artwork doesn't come out right and it doesn't feel natural anymore. And then I get very, very anxious. And then I just, I just don't enjoy doing what I do anymore. But I think I'll let you look because you seem very nice. Lydia said, don't you judge him. Don't you say anything wrong about his paintings. He's very fragile, you know. I'm working on him. I'm working on making him stronger, more independent, more confident, more self-assertive. I'm doing that every single day, and it's taking me quite some time, I tell you. Oh, said Jessie, I won't judge, I promise. I'll, I'll just have a look. And with that... She walked again a little bit more and got to the point where she could see the elephant's painting, Casey's painting. Wow, she said, but she really meant it. Wow, that's really good. He was drawing a tree, one of the trees, the many trees that were there in the woods. He was drawing a tree, painting it, and it was absolutely fantastic. I think you're a really exceptional artist. Oh, you're just saying that, said Casey. No, I'm being really honest. I think you're really, really good. Oh, wow. Well, thanks. That's really nice. But, you know, that's just you. And, and Lydia likes it too, but... I daren't show it to anyone else because I know they'll judge, they'll judge, they'll judge, they'll judge. And Casey almost started crying. Lydia said, Now, stop it, stop it. What have I told you? It doesn't matter if everyone likes your paintings. It doesn't matter one little bit. The only thing that matters that ever, ever, is that you are happy and you like your paintings. You feel good about what you're doing. If other people like it, then so be it. And if other people don't, then so be it. Jessie was listening and she thought, actually, that Lydia, the peacock, was very wise. 
They were very wise words, and she thought about them for herself because sometimes she worries about what people think and what they say about her. She thought that they were very smart words, and maybe she should listen to that too, and from now on, not really mind at all what people say about what she does, or what she wears, or what she looks like, because Lydia, the peacock, was right. It doesn't matter as long as you're happy at the end of the day. Lydia, said Jess, do you know the way out of the woods? Sorry, no, I don't. Been here a long time. Oh, okay. Well, I'll be on my way because I have to find my way out of this place. Bye, guys. And with that, she started to walk again through the woods, not knowing where she was going, until she came across a kangaroo. Now she started to think. Not that it wasn't weird before, but now she started to think, this this forest, these woods are very strange. They have the strangest animals in them, she thought. She started to walk towards the kangaroo, hoping someone in this place was going to know how to get out. She got closer and closer. The kangaroo started jumping as if it was very nervous and very shy. Quickly, Jesse sensed this and said, Don't worry, don't worry. I've just come to ask you a question. Do you know how to get out of the woods? The kangaroo stopped bouncing so much and then stared at Jesse very, very seriously and said, I escaped. I escaped. I'm staying in these woods so no one can find me. Oh, said Jessie. Where did you escape from? I escaped from a zoo in Australia. I can't tell you how long it's took me to get to these woods and I'm not going to try and get out of them. I'm staying here. I like it. I feel safe. Do you have a problem with that? No. No, not at all, said Jessie. I'm just trying to get out because I need to go home and I don't know how I got in them in the first place. I was flying my kite, I wasn't paying attention and now I don't know my way out. Well, neither do I, said the kangaroo. Jessie said, I don't suppose you have a name. I do, my name is Carmen, but don't tell anyone because if they know that Carmen the kangaroo from Australian Zoo is in these woods, they might try and take me back and I don't want to go back. I felt trapped and very, very isolated and, and not free at all. I like to be free. Well, I totally agree with you, said Jessie. I don't think I'd like to be locked behind bars all day. I'd much prefer to be free just like you. Well, in that case, don't tell anyone. I won't, said Jessie, I promise. But if you don't know your way out of here... she was very scared 
bears probably may eat you. But then she was laughing to herself, thinking, why would I be scared of a bear when I was just talking to Eric the dinosaur? That seems pretty silly. So she started to walk over to the bear. The bear was trying to climb a tree, not very successfully. Jessie thought to herself, well, I thought bears were good tree climbers. But, you know, she wasn't really sure. So she carried on walking closer and closer and then said, <coughs> Hello? And the bear stopped and slid down the tree. Not very far because he'd not got very far. But Jess could hear his nails scratching the tree bark. Until thud, he landed at the bottom of the tree. Oh, I almost got it that time. You stopped me and I nearly got to the top. Jessie said, well, I don't think that's true because it looked like you'd only got about a foot up the tree. No, I hadn't. I'd almost got to the top. And who are you anyway? Oh, my name's Jessie and I'm trying to find my way out of the woods. Do you know your way out? What's your name? My name's Baron. And no, I don't. Well, maybe I do, but I don't think I'd tell you anyway because you made me fall down the tree. And I've been trying to climb this tree to get to that honey up there for weeks. There's honey up there, said Jessie. Yes, look. And with that, she looked up and there was a beehive with lots of bees flying in and out making lots of sweet honey. Look at it, it makes my mouth water every time I see it, said Baron. But I can't get up the tree. It's really difficult. Well, why don't you try a different technique, said Jessie. Like what? Do you know how to climb trees? Uh, not really, she said, but... It's worth trying. Maybe you could try kind of shuffling. Shuffling your bottom paws up and then holding on with your top ones and then holding on with your bottom ones and shuffling your top ones, kind of scurrying up the tree. Hmm. It's worth a try. I'll try it. Jessie said, do you know your way out? Do you think you could tell me now that I've helped you? Well, no, because... I'm far, far from home. I got lost a long time ago. I was following the stream and I was having fun and I was trying to catch salmon and I was following it and following it and following it. And then before you know it, the stream disappeared and then all of a sudden I was just in these woods and I don't know my way out either. Sorry about that. Oh, said Jess. I know she was getting a little bit desperate and a little bit worried. It was starting to get darker, she could tell. The light that was coming through the trees was not as bright as it was earlier and she was getting a little bit worried. She said, well, I must be on my way. Good luck climbing the tree, Baron. I hope you get, get better at it somehow. Thanks. Maybe I'll see you again sometime, said Baron. And with that, he started 
He stuck his front claws in first and shuffled his back claws up and then pulled out his front claws, stuck in his back claws and shuffled his front paws up and it was working. As Jessie was walking away, she smiled. It's working, it's working, shouted Baron. Bye, Baron, said Jessie. She kept walking and walking and walking until she heard She looked up and there was a grey owl on a branch quite low down in a tree. She said, hi, do you know the way out of here? The owl said, cuckoo, cuckoo. That was it. Jess said, oh, so you don't talk like everyone else? in these woods? Yes, I do. I talk. I just don't want to. Oh. Jessie knew instantly that this owl was very sad for some reason. I'm sad. I feel kind of depressed. And I get very anxious. Why is that? said Jessie. What's wrong? Whatever could be wrong? I had babies, and then I lost my babies. So big, giant, giant eagle came and took my babies. And now I don't have babies, and I'm very, very sad. Oh, that's so sad, said Jessie. I'm so sorry. Do you have a name? Faye. My name is Faye. Faye, the depressed owl. That's what everyone calls me because I'm always sad and I'm always anxious about whether I'll ever have babies again. Oh, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you'll have lots and lots of babies and next time, hopefully, nothing terrible will happen to them. Jess said, Well, I hate to ask you this, but do you know the way out of these woods? I have been trying to get out of these woods for the longest time, said Faye. Oh, right. Well, I'm so sorry about your babies. Maybe... You should make friends. Maybe they'll make you feel happier. I've met some really nice animals along the way here today. Have you met Eric the dinosaur? No. He's right over there. And she turned around and pointed in the direction that she'd walked from. He's very, very nice. He loves caterpillars. Do you like caterpillars? Yes, said Faye. You two would make really good friends. said Faye. Yes, said Jessie. I think you should go right now. Just fly over there. He's not too far away. You'll see him. He looks like a big giant boulder. Bigger than, gosh, almost a mountain. 
but he's so nice and sweet and soft and friendly, and all he wants is caterpillars. He won't hurt you. to fly in the direction of Eric the dinosaur. Jessie stopped for a moment. She was thinking about how weird and strange these woods were. Could it possibly be real? I mean, could I meet a dinosaur, an elephant that paints, a peacock that's like a therapist, an owl that's depressed, a kangaroo that escaped from a zoo in Australia and the bear named Baron that can't climb trees. Is this even real? No one in the world is going to believe me, thought Jessie. She kept walking and walking and she felt like she'd been walking for the longest time and now it was really getting dark. Up ahead, she saw two spotlights moving all over the place, like people walking with spotlights or, or torches or something. She started to walk towards the lights, hoping that maybe it was people, maybe it was someone that was close to the edge of the woods and they knew the way out of there. As she walked closer and closer, she noticed that definitely it was two people. It was actually two kids. She walked closer and shouted, Hello? And the two kids, both of them, stopped at the same time and pointed their flashlights at Jessie's face. She was blinded a little bit at first and she lifted her hands up. Ooh, ooh, she said. Are you friendly or are you the enemy, she heard. Ooh, I'm definitely friendly. Um, I'm just lost. I'm trying to find my way out of the woods. Aha, said the voice. Come closer, friend. She started to walk closer to the voices until she got very, very close and noticed that one of the people was a boy and one of the people was a girl. My name's Marcus, said the boy. My name's Gabriella, said the girl. We're investigating. We come here all the time to investigate. We've been told by many people that there's some strange animals in these woods, said Gabriella. With that, she had a notebook and a pen in her hand, like they really were investigating. Is that what you guys do? We're spies, said Marcus. Criminal spies. We investigate crime. We investigate strange, weird stuff. UFOs, you name it. We're on it, said Marcus. Said Jessie. UFOs, cool. Well, have you ever seen any? Not yet, but we will, said Marcus very defensively, like she touched her nerve or something. Gabriella said, We come here all the time, and yes, of course, we know the way out. <gasps> oh, thank goodness, said Jessie. I thought I was never going to get out of these woods. But first of all, said Marcus, have you seen any strange animals in here? Because if you have, we have to report them. They can't be strange animals in these woods so close to the park. 
they could possibly hurt the children. Jessie paused. She thought about all the animals that she'd met. She thought about all the friends that she'd made. She actually liked each one of those animals that she'd met, even though some of them were quite strange. She instinctively knew what to do. Jessie said, No, I haven't seen anything. I've been walking around these woods forever, and I haven't seen a soul. Darn it, said Marcus. Somebody's obviously calling our bluff again, Gabriella. Don't worry, said Gabriella. Maybe next time. Come on, she said. I'll show you the way out of this place. And with that, Jessie started to follow Marcus and Gabriella. It was only about ten minutes before they were out of the woods and back in the park, back in the open. Jessie started to feel safe. Not that she wasn't safe before, but just safe knowing that she knew her way home from there. And she knew where she was finally. When she got home, she laid in bed that night and thought about Eric and Lydia and Faye. She thought about Carmen and Baron. And then she laughed a little bit thinking about Marcus and how serious he was about being a spy and solving crimes. She thought that was quite funny. Gabriella seemed nice. What a strange day, she thought. The strangest of days. But with that, she fell to sleep. Now, how cool is that? The end. Time for sleep. Time to close your eyes and go to sleep, my little friend.